Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. In the last 24 hours or so, more than 100 workers in Port Alberni were laid off at the Western Forest Products Sawmill. Uh, they're the latest group of people dealing with the repercussions of a struggling forest industry. Now, their particular mill had been closed for uh, six months as uh, its parent company was waiting for the market to improve. The market clearly hasn't at this point. Now, Western Forest Products say they'll work with the United Steel Workers to find a viable solution for the operation. So, fingers crossed. Hopefully, there's some good news there, but certainly not not uh, the news that we, uh, I think the workers wanted to hear the last 24 hours or so. Now, that conversation on the island um, follows uh, Canfor announcing that it's permanently shutting down its sawmill and pellet plant in Chetwin, which impacts about 157 people. And of course, Canfor, Canfor also had announced earlier than that that its Prince George pulp line uh, would be shutting down as well, leading to the loss of about 300 jobs there. Now, we have to remind ourselves that Forestry pumps millions of dollars into provincial coffers and employs people. Uh, in many small communities around British Columbia, including the suburbs of Vancouver and right here in downtown Vancouver. So what's causing this uh, huge structural challenge for the forest industry? Well, joining us now to talk about it is Jeff Bromley. He is the Wood Council Chairperson for the United Steelworkers. Jeff, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, no problem, Jeff. Walk me through, why is this happening now? Now I... I mean, it, it depends on what part of the province. I mean, our APD mill, Western Forest Products on Port Alberni, has had its challenges, and, and there's been layoffs up and down there in terms of uh, that situation. It's a, it's a, I think it would be a lot different to characterize what's going on in the northern interior of BC, and specifically in this case, mm-hmm. in nor- the northern interior up in Houston and Chetwind and other areas. So let's talk about the interior then, uh, in the Prince George area, the Chetwind area. What's What are the challenges there? Uh, fiber supply. I mean... The, we, we've come through the last 25 years of, of trying to uh, fight the mountain pine beetle epidemic uh, that was plaguing BC's forests. We've uh, uh, obviously that has now. No, come, I wouldn't want. I don't want to say come to a conclusion, but it's certainly uh, not evident anymore. But the regeneration of those trees, those areas have been replanted, but that obviously takes decades and decades uh, before uh, a harvest can re- regenerate itself. Right. So mm-hmm. that's the uh, that's it in a nutshell. It's, it's probably mostly uh, fiber supply. So is that the government uh, problem? Is this government caused, or is this about uh, having to deal with some of the um, more trickier uh, conversations in and around? Uh, uh, First Nations rights as well. How do you get through this incredibly difficult time? Because, you know, mills have shut down in the past, but if you look at the last five years, which you know very well, there's been significant challenges for this industry. And some would argue this government, even past governments, including BC Liberals, didn't make the tough structural changes that needed to provide, so as you say, more fiber and at the very least give it the industry, give the industry an opportunity to thrive once again. What in your mind needs to happen moving forward? Uh, and that's a that's a long, long answer um, <laughs> in terms of how much time she might have. But uh, all jokes aside, I, I mean, we can point fingers at this government. We can point fingers at past governments in terms of forest policy. And I'll be honest with you, we didn't agree with a lot of them on both sides of the, the mm-hmm. political spectrum. 
Um, and we know that in terms of trying to react to the mountain pine beetle uh, epidemic, both in the 90s and in the early 2000s, was to have that capacity. Mills like the Houston, Canfor Houston Mill, and, to, and obviously the Chetwin Mill has been a, is a little older, but to try and deal with that fiber to try and control the spread of the beetle. Now that that's done, the, the, the fiber just isn't there. So in terms of pol- different policies, yeah, I can argue that I think it might have been a different animal if we still had things like a pertency back in the 90s where that the fiber supply was, t- was tied to an operation in the area, so you just couldn't close mills, mm-hmm. and you, you couldn't do it as... I, would, I don't want to say it's easy because these aren't easy operations. These aren't easy decisions yeah. for anybody, company or... I mean, these are real families and, and real communities that are impacted. But it just seemed it was a lot it's a lot easier to make these decisions today than it was back in the day when you had there was a there was a consequence to it other than the the job loss but there was there was a potential potential fiber loss so a company would lose their access to fiber if they did close down a mill and that doesn't happen anymore they can just truck at longer distances uh, do you think the government's comfortable with these mills shutting down that and what i mean by that is nobody wants to see job losses but do you view do you think the industry is still viewed as a sunset industry. I don't, obviously, but I'm biased. Yeah. I'm, but I'm do, you, afraid... do you believe those in the positions of power is what I mean? People who, you know, whether it's Victoria, whether it's even at the corporate level, to a certain degree, view the industry as a sunset industry. I, I believe that's accurate. I think, I think that there isn't enough to be doing to ensure the success of the industry, and I think we can always do more in many aspects. I think that not only do we have um, physical aspects like the mountain pine beetle that we've dealt with, we have, and and timber supply. That's a real thing. We understand that. And getting more value out of the out of the uh, out of the forest. Yeah, that's always we do that. Um, But how do we do that? It's not just as easy as saying, let's build a value-added mill for a product that may not be in demand. It's just not as easy as just saying that. We want to get more value out of it. There's a, there's a ways and a means to do it, and that involves the public. It involves the industry. It involves, obviously, government. And I, I think that too many times there's a bit of a soundbite there saying we want more value, we want more value, but it's not as, just as easy. We, our forest provides great value. And they provide, I think, $1.5 billion to the GDP last year. So they, they do a good job of providing value. To get more of it, it's not just an easy, easy answer. And so I think that more conversations have to be taking place. But that's not the only obstacles that are in place. We have a, a very a different attitude in terms of uh, forest management, in terms of, uh, um, I'll say it, the old growth uh, report and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, an, there's an intense disagreement between industry, our union, our members, and government and the ENGOs, for lack of a better word, environmental organizations, and mm-hmm. their approach to protection of old growth and how what the impact of the fiber supply that's going to do. Yeah. Jeff, thank you for your time. We don't have, uh, don't have enough time today, but I look forward to having you on hopefully in the next couple of weeks to chat a little bit more on this issue. Thank you so much. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Anytime, Josh. Take care.